Hey, you have found the Mess It Up podcast once again. This is a very fantastic show because I have one of my favorite people on the planet on and it's our two-year anniversary. We've been doing this for two whole years. This is show 105. So welcome to, uh, to the show and thank you for listening. If this is your first time, you can always go back on iTunes uh, and podcast and click that uh, all, you know, view all episodes and you can go back and listen to the past episodes. Uh, if you've been listening the whole time, congratulations. Give yourself right now one bonus point for every show that you've listened to. If you've listened multiple times, you can count those. So let's say you listen to show five, four times, and that's the only thing you've done. You got four bonus points. That's great. Bonus points are yours to keep track of, yours to spend. They are all on you, but congratulations for the bonus points. I know that Mr. Pat out there, uh, listener Pat in California, wants to know what our bonus or our, our word of the week is because he loves to get those word of the week bonus points. And today, our word of the week is equanimity, which I think is just a fantastic word. My guest that's on, we're doing a Zoom call. My guest just had great eyes when I said equanimity. And what equanimity is, is something that I don't necessarily have. It's mental calmness and composure and an evenness of temper. And I think in this whole pandemic thing that we're living through, I think equanimity is a beautiful thing for all of us to strive for and to have. So I'm trying to work a little bit of that, not just into my vocabulary, but also into my life. So I encourage you to do the same. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us uh, and check out things uh, with the podcast, we are on all the standard social media outlets. We've got a Facebook page. We've got a Twitter account. We do Instagram. Uh, also have a subreddit on Reddit that is messed up ministries. So get on there and, and argue and chat with us. And uh, we will uh, we'll hopefully be able to engage with you. Right now, my life is getting a little bit back to normal. We've been here in beautiful Tennessee for a couple of weeks uh, dealing with some, uh, some things. And life is starting to get back on a normal pace right now. So I should be able to start keeping track of all those social media outlets. Because uh, intern Dave has been busy trying to keep track of everything in Hawaii. Uh, so I will yell at him and I'll yell at myself. Hopefully, we'll get back on the, the process here with this. But since this is a birthday show, I want to make sure that we have an opportunity for you to win Starbucks from me. So if uh, you would be so kind as to post a picture of yourself doing something fun with this whole pandemic virus lockdown shutdown thing, any picture at all, and use the hashtag mess it up anniversary. I'll search for those on all the uh, outlets and I will pick someone to win a Starbucks card uh, for celebrating our, our second anniversary with us. And uh, that'll be my little gift from me to you. If you want to contact the show and give us some ideas like our, word, our uh, song of the week this week was sent in by a listener, you can send me email at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. You can also send it to intern Dave at info at messituppodcast.com. If you want to be on the show, if you've got an idea for a show topic or a person that we need to talk to, like this young lady we're going to be talking to in a little bit, you can send those into intern Dave and he'll pass them along to me as well. That'd be fantastic. And a final little piece of bookkeeping. If you want to support the show and make sure that the show uh, keeps on getting better and, uh, and, and is more successful, there's a couple things you can do. You can uh, go to whatever podcast distributor you're on right now and give us a rating. We prefer to have a high rating, but whatever rating you feel is honest, give us that rating. You can also write a review, uh, and that really helps new people to find the show. So those five-star ratings and good reviews really help out with um, the show getting more and more traction and more listeners. Also, 
if you want to help out financially, you can go to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash mess it up, or go to mess it up podcast.com and just push on the become a patron button. And you can sponsor the show for as little as $1 a month. You can help keep the show going. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how many people listen to the show, but it's a lot of people. And if just half the people donated $1 a month, it would be amazing. It would have a huge impact uh, on the show and that would be fine. So I really encourage you to go do that. If you sponsor the show and you find out it's just not for you, you can cancel it anytime. And if you decide, you know, you sponsored us and you hated, you didn't get your money's worth out of it, write me a letter. I will personally refund that money back to you and make sure that you get uh, what you feel you're, you're deserving because we, we're not here to, uh, to earn money on this, but we do like to make ourselves be able to grow as much as possible. So we appreciate our patrons. And uh, thank you for doing that. And I think with that, I'm done with all the bookkeeping. So what I want to do now is I want to introduce my very special guest. I told her before we started, I said, you are the only ever second anniversary show guest I've ever had because this is my first ever second anniversary. Why don't you tell them who you are, special guest? Hi, I'm Brianna Trowbridge. So happy to be here. So glad you're listening to us from out in California. We're doing a Zoom call. Everybody's been talking about Zoom. I decided I was going to get on the Zoom bandwagon. So Zoom. Yeah, I just Wasn't got there? on the bandwagon myself. You're, I think you're the, and, and you know, please shut down the whole podcast if I'm wrong on this, but are you the right age group for Spice Girls? Was that in your age bracket? Not necessarily that you are a fan, but the right frame of time for Spice Girls, or are you a little older than Spice Girls? I am absolutely the right time, and I am a closet Spice Girl lover. Okay, so isn't there something about a Zoom, Zigga, Zigga, Zoom something with with one of their songs? Uh, the If You Want to Be My Lover song? Is that the one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, we're doing Zoom. Maybe we should use that for this song. Right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to break away from podcast uh, normalcy here and tell my quick Spice Girls story because this just cracks me up. My parents used to travel the world a lot. Uh, my father has been gone 15 years now, but the last calendar year of his life, the last 12 months, he visited six continents that year. He was actually, the day I took him to the hospital for the last time, he was looking at the newspaper, uh, the travel section, because he was going to go to Japan and that was going to be continent number seven. But he went to Antarctica about three months before he died. Six weeks before he passed away, he was on an African safari. So they traveled. So every time they'd go traveling, I'd always ask them, buy me some music because I love music. So if dad went, he'd go and get me some music and he knew, get something that was culturally relevant to where they were going. Like they went to Turkey and he brought me back some like Turkish traditional folk music on a CD. It was great. So apparently my mom went when they went to Ireland and she went into the record store and I'm guessing she just said, what's popular? I need to buy my son music. And so she comes home from her trip to Ireland with Spice Girls. <laughs> she paid 15 and a half pounds for it back when a pound was about a dollar and a half worth. And Spice Girls was currently at that time selling at Costco for $9.98. And she's like, I bought you this. And I was like, thanks, mom. This is awesome. And I just, you know, pretended like it was the best thing I'd ever gotten. But um, so I, I will say, quite honestly, I do have the first Spice Girls CD in my music collection. So we can sometime, let's get together when I'm back in town, uh, Brianna, we'll have some Spice Girls and some coffee, maybe some spice cake, diabetic spice cake. Yes. Nice. And I'll bring my 
two sets of Spice Girl dolls that I own. And we can play with them? <laughs> sure, we can take them out of the box. <laughs> who, is your fa- who is your favorite Spice? I did like Sporty Spice back in the day. Sporty Spice. Okay. I, I kind of like Scary because I thought she's not that scary, but she's a little crazy. <laughs> so, Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I digress on that. Uh, let's bring you in. And I want to tell people why I brought uh, my friend Brianna in. Uh, so Brianna is quite talented. She's a crafty young lady, uh, we'll just say. She, she does uh, crafting stuff. Do you still have your Etsy site? I do. Um, why don't we go ahead and just plug that while we're here? Uh, I have two. Lily Bell Leather and Rococo Revival. What's a Rococo and why does it need to be revived? <laughs> well, it's a uh, like time period and I really like the fashion and art from the Rococo era. So what is the Rococo era? Oh, it's like, is that like right after the campfire, your Rococo? Yes, yeah. that is. It. <laughs> it really doesn't have anything to do with that, but it's a lot of just leather goods and bow ties and suspenders and neat fun neat. stuff. Okay. Well, and and I know that I was able to make it on my trip out here because my backpack had torn and like the zipper was all jacked up. And like the day before I had to get on an airplane to come out for family, Brianna's like, I can fix that for you. And she sewed it up and it's still fantastic. So I was wondering how it held up. (laughs) Oh, held up great. And my shoes broke. Um, So I've got another project for you when we get home. Uh, but anyhow, what have you been doing in this pandemic, uh, Brianna? Tell us about the the project that you took on uh, during the pandemic. I have been making masks, a lot of masks for healthcare people in the public. What what compelled you to do that? Well, at first, I saw that lots of people were selling them in, on Etsy, and I thought, oh, well, I could do that, and then I made a couple listings and I thought I really don't feel right about selling masks when this is a serious need. So then I took them down from Etsy and I just uh, kind of put it on Facebook and had a huge response from the healthcare community all over and have just been working off of donations to get as many out as I can. When I heard that you were making masks, somebody asked, well, is she selling them? And somebody said, yeah, I think she's selling blah, blah, blah. And and then they said, oh, no, wait, no, there's a change. No, she's, she's taking donations. I said, yes, that sounds more like the Brianna I know. Uh, <laughs> you know, just you're not out to make a profit. You're just out to make a difference. Yeah, and exactly. So, so how many have you made? Um, I am getting close to the 300 range. At Zooks, that's more shows than I've made. <laughs> yeah, it's been about mm, probably like two, two and a half weeks, so. And how did, I mean, did you find a, a pattern online or did you just look at it and say, okay, that's what I would do? Or what, what's your process on that? Um, somebody did bring me a pattern, um, but I did a little bit of research and decided that it needed to be adjusted. So I made the adjustment to what I felt was a little bit stronger and more protective. So okay. uh, a lot of good patterns out there for people. And you've been giving them, I'm guessing, to folks in town? Um, in town, I've been shipping them to different states. Really? All, yeah. Wow, how far off have you, sh- have you shipped some? 
Um, Pennsylvania is probably the furthest wow. I've done. Pennsylvania. How, how did someone in Pennsylvania find out that this girl in Podunk Ridgecrest <laughs> is making masks? Um, she has family here in Ridgecrest, so. Okay. It just keeps traveling though. Like people I don't know, nurses from hospitals just have, there's a big need. So somebody finds out to contact me, so. That's outstanding. How long does it take to make a mask? Um, I've been getting quicker at it. The more, the more I go, I find little things I'm like, oh, you know, I can, I can do this to make this quicker and stuff. So, um, probably anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. Wow. From so you're, you're putting a long time into this then. Yeah. It's, it's not just a quick thing. I, I was thinking, so we're here in, in the South and my nephew showed me the other day, pulled off a mud dauber nest and, and showed me this old mud dauber nest. And so it's a, it's a bug that goes and it gets little pieces of dirt and puts it together with wet and makes this mud nest that's a cocoon, basically, like one grain at a time. And I was out walking yesterday. I'm looking at the bugs. I'm thinking, okay, it's got to go to where the mud is and it's got to go back to where it's making the nest and it's got to go back and forth. Like how many bazillion times? And I don't have that. I'm always, I'm, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm, if I can make one trip from the car to the house after the grocery store, that's me. I'm <laughs> one trip and, and you can't, you can't rush this because I mean, this is important. So if you rush it and, and, and cut corners, so to speak, you're endangering people. They're not as safe. It's just, to me, it just blows my mind. I don't have that kind of um, stamina or mental and, and you've got two small children that you're raising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a husband and a three-year-old. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So when do you do it? Um, I try to do it when my son goes down for a nap. And then as soon as he goes to bed, um, usually till 1 or 2 a.m. I'm sewing. Um, when, you know, Jason's working still, so he can't just sit around and watch Elias. So, um, you know, I'm just pushing as many as I can in those times. Wow. And then, I mean, do you just like make a chunk of tin and put them in a box and say, okay, this is what it is. Or it's just like somebody needs a mask. You ship off a mask. Yeah. Um, most of the ones that I've shipped have been larger quantities. So, um, I just, you know, ask people what their need is. I'm trying not to limit them because I mean, realistically, every pretty much everyone needs to wear a mask if they're going outside at this point. Mm -hmm. So um, they just tell me, you know, what their need is. And I try to get, fill that and ship it as quick as I can. Wow. That's amazing. That's truly, truly amazing. And, and I think one of the cool things about doing this, um, th this ministry that you're doing is that you're doing it to help people keep people alive. And that, that brings us to our song of the week this week, which is uh, from Skillet. This was sent in by a listener uh, request. The song is Skillet, Awake and Alive. What we're going to do is we're going to play a little snippet of it for you, and we'll be back on the other side to uh, talk about that. And um, we'll see you in about 90 seconds.
and we are back now from that. Uh, Skillet is always a fun band for me. I've seen them a couple times. Um, and uh, does anything stand out about that that song, Awaken Alive, for you, Brianna? Yeah, um, I think it's just really important time right now, um, just where we are in the world and stuff, to just make sure that you're, you know, planted and you really know what you stand for and yeah, and, and being secure in Christ, you know, is is an important thing. Uh, my favorite thing about Skillet, I saw them back when they were really, really new. So we went to Spirit West Coast back in the 90s. Skillet's this brand new band, so they're on like one of the minor stages. They come out in the afternoon slot, and it was the Air One stage. They're out there, they play a song or something like that, and then he stops and he, you know, does the thing, you know, let's bond with the crowd. And he's like, hey, Radio One. And then just hung his head, shook it, and he goes, I'm an idiot. It's Air One. <laughs> I just love the fact that he owned it. He didn't try. I would have just blown through it and be like, whatever, I didn't say that. That, not, that didn't happen. You know, just complete denial. He just <laughs> owned it right there, said, bring it on. Yeah, this, and it just totally made me think, okay, I don't know these guys, but I like him. You know, he's fun. Uh, he's not uh, too good to make a mistake uh, at the beginning of his career. So I, I thought that was really fun. Um, and you know, I do, I agree. We need to know where we are in Christ and it's such a, a comforting thing. You know, we, we just, uh, said goodbye to my mother-in-law this week and she knew where she's going and we knew where she's going. And that, that ability to know is so, so important. Um, I just, I can't imagine losing a family member and not knowing that they were saved. Uh, it would just be so dicey. Um, so Brianna, you're, um, I'm here helping to take care of family. You've got family in Ridgecrest. Yes. Uh, how are you guys dealing with the whole lockdown, shutdown pandemic thing? Um, I'm doing okay. Cause I'm extremely introverted and this is, um, just Magical for you. life for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. Me go outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Jason and Elias are having a rough time with it and, um, but I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, is your family okay? You've got, uh, your grandma lives there. It's yeah. More in that, that, uh, more dangerous age group and you're a, a diabetic. So also in a compromised group, does that concern you at all? Or you just know that you're being safe and, um, yeah. Um, there is a little bit of an elevated concern there, you know, with the ages of our grandparents that are here and, in my condition, but um, I read something that made so much sense to me the other day about how if we go with a mindset of um, not like, oh, someone's going to infect me, but what can I do to not infect somebody else? Yes. I just think that's so like, just such a good frame of mind that we should be in trying to help somebody else. And so I'm doing whatever I can, you know, not just to protect myself, but to protect somebody else, no matter if they're in a risk category or not. But mostly we've just been staying home. Yeah, that's the thing that I think that I try to get people to understand. It's not about, I mean, there's nothing wrong with you being safe. That's, yeah, obviously number one, but, but not making someone else unsafe. I had a conversation with a, a person here in Tennessee and they're like, oh, I won't get it. I'm fine. And I was like, yeah, but who are you, who might you spread it to unintentionally? And and I don't realize I, until then, I didn't pay as much attention to things, 
how much my hands come in the neighborhood of my face, you know, wiping my nose or scratching my cheek or rubbing an eye or anything like that. It's just like, I'm like, no, I don't suck on my thumb or anything like that. So it's not, I don't do that. And then when you're trying not to, you don't. And my daughter told me, she said, when you're flying, you know, this was a couple of weeks ago. She said, yeah, dad, when you're flying, wear the mask, because if nothing else, it'll keep you from touching your face. And yeah. I put it on, I realized like, wow, I touch my face a whole lot. And uh, the funny thing, uh, one of my daughters said that uh, she had a friend said, you know, I used to try to cough to cover a fart. Now I fart to try to cover a cough. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you, go out, you have to sneeze in public. It's like, explain that sneeze. What's going on here? And, and here, I don't know how it is in California right now, but I've never been in the South in the springtime. And the pollen is absolutely ridiculous here. I mean, just like pollen that you can see everywhere and being a desert boy you know i'm used to the the mulberries yeah there's some pollen from that but i mean it's crazy so everyone's sneezing and my my niece that i was with yesterday she's like no i'm just it's just allergies and you can see your little red eyes and she just looks miserable it's like okay yeah i believe you but yeah i don't like to sneeze or cough anywhere where there's other people i just feel so like it's like cussing in church or something <laughs> It really is. People stare you down if you've got a sneeze or a cough or anything. And you're like, it's just allergy season. I yeah. promise. <laughs> hey, if you really want to freak people out, go to Walmart and just start licking the glass doors. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a video. My, my youngest daughter is very, uh, she's in the medical field. She's very much the most uh, hyper aware of this thing. And, uh, two maybe a month before the pandemic really started it was kind of we were hearing about it in in china but not anywhere else uh they were in uh, where were they they were in alaska she was interviewing for a job in alaska and she took a picture in the airport so my granddaughter she's not quite a year old yet she's all bundled up and there's a glass door and she's just ah, licking the glass door it's like this is the funniest thing i've ever seen I'm thinking, oh my gosh my germaphobe daughter was letting her daughter lick the glass door she had no idea i mean if it was now she would have just been coming and glued and probably breaking the glass and i don't know what she do but yeah, it was pretty funny so do that see what kind of reaction you get i'll try that next time i'm there Double dog dare jason see if he'll <laughs> succumb to the pressure i don't think he will he, he doesn't mm -hmm. seem to care about that double dog dare thing yeah and he's a pretty he he's a like it's kind of a germaphobe he's like his hands dirty and stuff like that so oh okay just lick him then yeah. <laughs> fantastic so um if people are interested or need to get uh masks um what can they do or they know of people that need to get masks what can they do to get a hold of you how can they let you know so that you can get them on the list for masks yeah um you can email me um, I'll, at briannabaca.com, I mean, at hotmail.com, B-R-I-A-N-A-B-A-C-A, -A -A, at hotmail.com and um, request masks. Hotmail, hotmail is one of those things that really intrigues me. It, it says, well, this is a person who's been on the internet for a long time. It also says, this is a person who hasn't cared for a long time. <laughs> hotmail, oh my gosh. I didn't know it was still working. Does it still work? Yeah, man, that's that's been my my go-to email for probably like 20 years now. You know, Hotmail is is a really interesting thing because Microsoft is not really I don't think of them as innovative 
or creative or anything like that. But when they came up with Hotmail, it's so interesting because it's HTML is Hotmail. And so it really fit in with that internet vibe at the very beginning. It was like, that's so hip. How did Microsoft come up with something hip? I just <laughs> I had no idea. They probably stole it from someone. They, someone was looking over someone's shoulder at lunch, but nice. Okay, so Brianna Baca at Hotmail.com. Yes. And Baca is B-A-C-A, Brianna's typical spelling. Yes. Awesome. Okay. And um, you are, do you have a backlog of orders right now or are you making an advance right now or where are you with, with that? I am backlogged. I have probably currently about 50 to do, but I should be able to get through them in a couple of days. But every day I'm getting more and more requests. So yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to get to everyone. Excellent. And if people want to just support you in this or, or give you uh, money so you can buy supplies, is there a way that they can uh, do that through Venmo or uh, through one of your Etsy sites by just paying too much for an item or? <laughs> All of the above. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because it's not, I mean, you're not just getting these things. You don't have a supply of stuff. You have to go buy these things and, and you're generous and you're a giver. But obviously, if other people are able to give and, and be generous, that, that just helps to pay it forward to the people who really need these things. Yeah, it just helps me keep going to be able to supply them to healthcare and now, you know, anyone in the community. So, yeah. So, what is your message through all this, Brianna? How are you taking this mess of COVID and turning it into a message? Um, I think the message for me would just be, selflessness you know because i mean jason and i have been seeing a lot on the internet you know people with masks you know that are charging six seven hundred dollars for them you know like price gouging people it's just sad it's just basic like humanity to help you know we're all in this we're, we're all at risk mm -hmm. you know we can get this done faster if we just help each other right right yeah well i am super proud to know you and to count you as a friend and when i get home we'll have to do that now, here's the thing, Brianna, uh, besides everything else that she does so well, is fantastic baker. Um, so come up with that spice cake that uh, we can eat with no dairy and no sugar, <laughs> and uh, I'll provide the coffee and uh, we'll play Spice Girls. Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much, Brianna. Any parting shots before we go? Well, I'm just happy to be your first and only second anniversary guest. So thank Ooh. you for having me. Number two, don't forget to, uh, to post on our uh, social media hashtag mess it up anniversary, and we'll be looking for someone to win uh, some Starbucks that way. You can get a hold of me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to click that become a patron button on our website. Um, I have been having some problems with the website not updating. Um, so if, uh, if you could do me a favor and check the website and then send me an email and just tell me, um, it, it hasn't, it seems like it hasn't updated past show 98 for some reason. And that's confusing to me, but uh, I'm looking into that, but let me know. Uh, and we just really appreciate you guys sticking with us for two years. I just, I can't believe there's very few things I've done for two years other than be a goofball. And, uh, I really appreciate, it. I wouldn't have been able to do it if people didn't keep listening. And every week there's more and more listeners. So thank you. Keep spreading the word, post this everywhere you can. And Brianna, thanks for being a person who's being selfless so that other people can help others. I really appreciate you making a, a message out of this whole mess too. Thank you. All right, we'll see you next time. We mess it up.
Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.